life of romantic adventure. Want to get away from it all? We offer you unusual and terrifying stories of recent years. It is a story of such scope that the producers of Escape, in order to dramatize its full impact, will present in two episodes. So now, with the performance of John Daner as Isherwood Williams, we bring you part one of George Stewart's powerful novel, Earth Alive. transportation in which we indulge nowadays, be carried to the far corners of the earth and cause the death of millions of people. If you should awake some morning, tomorrow morning, let's say, if you should wake to a man-dead world where virtually all of human life had been dissolved from the face of the earth, leaving behind only buildings, bridges, machines. If you should awake to such a world tomorrow morning, what would you do? Where would you go? My name is Isherwood Williams. I'm a student of ecology. I was in the Northern California wilderness gathering specimens of rock, plants, and animal life. I was alone and had been for months. Climbing up to a sharp ledge one day, I felt a sudden sharp pain in my extended right hand. I withdrew it under reflex and looked up, and there, a foot above my head, I saw him, a rattler, coiled, ready to strike again. Slowly, carefully, I lowered myself. I began to suck the poison from the bite. I wrapped a handkerchief about my wrist, tunicate style, and headed for my cabin. Open my snake bite outfit, cut a neat crisscross in my hand at the point of the wound, and applied the rubber suction pump. Then I lay down on my cot. I felt sick. Sick because of the poison. Sick because I was alone. Weak. In a few moments, deep, warm blackness closed in about me. I was awakened by the door. Harry? Harry, look here. Uh, this one's still alive, I think. Oh, I'm glad you came. I'm sick. You're still alive, all right? Don't go near him. Uh, Come on, let's get out of here. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sick. Come back. Why? Why, why did they leave me when they knew I was sick? What were they afraid of? I tried to stand. My knees were like sponge rubber. But finally, I was able to stumble to my chest of drawers. And I saw the hammer, my rock hammer, resting on the top of the chest. And it suddenly became the most important thing in the world to me. If I can lift this hammer, I told myself, I will live. 
I wrapped my fingers with the handle, and I lifted it slowly, and let it down. I breathed a sigh of relief. I would live. Medical 
hunters, bodies, doctors, nurses, bullies who was hard at work and then they too had fallen and died. The United States, the world, the stagnant flesh pool of death. Suddenly was terrorized by the phone. I thought it was San Francisco. Electricity still flowed from the river-driven generators and the lights still blazed. I wondered how I had survived. Perhaps the snake venom had counteracted the virus. Perhaps the, the clean wilderness of the bed. But somewhere, someone else was alive. The men at the cabin door, there must be others, but where? I passed some cows in the pasture and smiled at myself at the irony. The world belonged once again the animals. Ecological observation. Pedigree means nothing now. The prize, which is life itself, will go to the keenest brain, the strongest limb, the strongest jaw. The champion boars will die in their well-kept pens, but the shorts will roam wild. In a few generations, their legs will grow slim, their bodies thin, their tusks longer. Nothing from man. I passed four or five cars on the highway, abandoned. The farther along, I spotted another car, and there was a man inside. I stopped and got out. He had fallen over the wheel, and there was a bottle beside him, and the strong smell of cheap liquor. I shook him. Come on, come on. Come on, wake up. Uh-huh. Wake up, wake up. Oh, wait. Wake up, I said. Uh- Drive, pull up in front of the house. Walk up the stairs, 
Took out my key. Opened the door on that. Same odor of musk. The stale food blew out at me. Slow decaying corpse of 
the Fifth Avenue, the stable mink in the windows, the silly traffic lights changing color at naked intersections, Manhattan, soulless and dead. Stretched out between its rivers, the city will remain for a long time. Stone and brick, concrete and asphalt, glass. Time deals gently with them. A window pane loosens, vibrates, breaks in a gusty wind. Lightning strikes, loosens the tiles of a corner. The shade trees on the avenues die in their shallow pockets. Fly from the 59th floor. City dies slowly. In the afternoon, I saw smoke from a chimney in the Bronx. I drove to the house, a small house, and knocked on the door. I heard footsteps. When the door opened, I saw a little bald man with a broad smile holding a handful of playing cards. No, Carson. How do you do? Come on in. You're in time for supper. Oh, thanks. I just ate. Uh, this is, um, Mrs. Carson. How are you? Won't you sit down? Oh, thanks. Uh, where are you from? Uh, California. What a relative, there. We're just finishing a hand of men. Uh, say, look here. Isn't that a beauty? Oh, the, the television set? Yes. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a combination radio, television, set, radio player. I'll bet it even does the washing. It took us two days to climb up the steps from the radio store. I always wanted a set like that. <laughs> but there's nothing on the air. I always wanted a set like that. <laughs> Jim, there you are. I owe you $10,000. I'll give it to me tomorrow. There's a busted window at the Chase National. All the money you want. I carry 50000 with me all the time just to get on the safe time. Of course you can't buy anything with it now, but it's a nice to carry around. How about some salami? No, thanks. I just paid. Oh, yeah. Uh, say, do you like canasta? No, I'm not much of cards. Oh, canasta, I can teach you. It's simple like salami, but a little different. Um... What I was wondering was, why don't you stay here? They got everything you'd want right here in the Bronx. Need a clothes for lady, break a window at I.J. Fox. You should see some of the diamonds I got. And Mrs. Carson at Tiffany's yesterday. Beauties. Hey, where are you going? I'm going to get started. Oh, where? There ain't no place to go. Lots of luck. Well, thanks, but I wish you could stay with us. Oh, no, thanks. Goodbye. Through the winter, no, it was doubtful. There'd be no central heating, even breaking furniture in the fireplace wouldn't be summarized. They were like highly bred spaniels of Pekingese who walked the city's streets at the end of their leashes. They would die with the city a season or two later of pneumonia and accident. The Negro in Oklahoma with his heart to the land, he would survive. No Carson and his new wife? No. They were waiting for death at the card table. Later, I was in San Francisco again. The streets were just as bare as the left. The lights were still on, but dimmer now. Water flowed still from the faucets. The San Francisco had a new population. The dogs. They hunted in packs, all breeds bound together in a common search for food. Danes, Dalmatians, Scotties, Toys, all of them. The dogs had taken over the city. 
decided to move back into the house because of the familiar things. Late one afternoon, I went out to look around the neighborhood. I heard the yelping too late. I looked around me, I saw myself being surrounded by dogs. I was hungry, lightly hungry. I started to close in. The car was on the street from 50 feet away where I could meet. They were after me. They put the money in my legs. Reached the car. Opened the door. Slammed it. They climbed to the window, bearing their fangs, their red tongues, wet with hunger. But I was safe. Coffee will be ready now. Emma. 
come and live with me? I don't know you. What is there to know? That I like you? You like me? We're both alone. Emma. Emma.
dead. Dead. But that was just two of them. Outside, I could hear hundreds squealing. The tiny feet scratching at the walls. How long would it be before they destroyed us? Man was gone now. This was the age of the rats. just heard part one of Earth Abides by George Stewart, specially adapted for Escape by David Ellis. Next week, Escape will bring you the second half of Earth Abides, truly one of the most gripping and terrifying novels of recent years. and terrifying novels of recent years.